There Is No Godcast is sponsored by Mixed Fabric, the go-to source for all your atheist and skeptic-related t-shirt needs. Mixed Fabric prides itself on ethical sourcing and producing top-quality shirts you'll feel good wearing and feel good buying. Godcast, the official podcast of Northern Indiana Atheists. And now, here's your host, Noah Bush. Hey, all you non Believers, welcome to There Is No Godcast, the official podcast of Northern Indiana Atheists. I am your host, Noah Bush. It's episode four, and boy, oh boy, do we have a good one for you today. Uh, later on in the show, we're going to be joined by a friend of mine, Antigone Azrael. She is a member of the Satanic Temple. Uh, so today we're going to be, we're, that's going to kind of be the big the big draw today, we're going to be talking about the Satanic Temple, what it is, what it means, what it's for, a lot of the misconceptions about Satanism. Tiggy, as she is known in um, in that circle, she's going to also be giving us a, a little bit of her background and story, not quite as in-depth as some of my prior um, atheist story times. So I don't know that I would, I'd quite call it an atheist story time, but she definitely is going to give us some of her background and her, her upbringing to provide context for where she is at today uh, as a practicing Satanist. So we're going to, that's, that's pretty, I'm pretty psyched about it. Uh, it's already been recorded. Um, I listened to it already because, you know, I was there as it happened and I'm very, very excited about it. I hope you guys are excited about it too. It's going to be, I mean, gosh, when you're talking about on topics of religion, talking about Satanism is about as hot button as it gets. So I'm really excited for Tiggy to have an opportunity to shed some light on what the Satanic Temple is really all about. I think a lot of people who may not already be aware would be really surprised to to hear what it actually is. Uh, so that's going to be great. And then after our interview with Tiggy, we're going to do an update with uh, what's going on with Northern Indiana Atheists with our good friend Troy Moss, the president of the board. It's been a little while since we've done a thorough checking in on NIA, but that's something we definitely want to put a spotlight on with the show. We don't want to do it too often, obviously, because if we do it every show, there might not really be a whole lot to update. But Troy was kind enough to record a segment for us to kind of give us a rundown on what NIA has been up to in the recent past and what they've got coming up in the near future. So definitely looking forward to sharing that with you guys. But I did have one bit of listener feedback that I wanted to address right off the top. I don't know that this really qualifies as an off-the-cuff. This is kind of a mailbag issue. Um, it's, it's from a friend of mine. I don't remember asking her if she ever said explicitly whether she wants to be identified she's she's very um she's very well spoken and she's very proud to represent her beliefs in a very dignified way so i can't imagine she'd have a problem with it but just to err on the side of caution i'll leave her name out of it she'll know who she is and i did tell her that i would be discussing this on the show because it's something that i you know i want to address she brought up a few things to me and i will read you guys her feedback i'm quoting so, I listened to the first two Ting episodes. A couple quick thoughts. One, I cringed pretty hard when you mentioned Westboro Baptist Church. Most believers don't consider them okay people at all. Just saying. Two, I wonder if anything would have been different for you if you had been brought up Protestant instead of Catholic. Catholicism is very much a religion in that the emphasis is mainly on things that you have to do to get to heaven. The idea of confession was always a little bit bizarre to me as a Protestant. I was always taught that you don't need a middleman to talk to the Creator. And three, you are doing a pretty good job at not bashing believers, although there have been quite a few little jabs. 
smiley face. I am not personally offended, but then I also don't think Christians are your tar- target audience anyway. Uh, from a friend of mine and listener. Thank you so much for, for writing uh, those thoughts to me. She is, I, I can just tell you guys, again, without you know throwing her name out there, she is a, a good, good friend of mine from way back in, in my high school days, my, my upbringing, and she's wonderful. She is 100% top-notch. So she, she is a believer, if that wasn't clear from the context of the message. Um, and she is kind of one of those people who I just hold in such high regard uh, because it's, you know, it's, it's sort of like Christianity hashtag you're doing it right. Um, this friend of mine is just someone who is the absolute best possible representation of what a practicing believer ought to be. Her opinions are always very insightful. She's always been one who has never been afraid to engage with me when I express my thoughts about atheism. And it is, it's always been so, so appreciated over the years, um, her support, but also her uh, you know, not being afraid to say, this is what I believe. And it's it's okay that we don't share beliefs. And she's always been willing to engage in very productive dialogue about it. So this is someone who I hold in the absolute highest of esteems. So when she wrote, um, I, I told her, you know, pretty right off the bat, I was like, I have a lot of thoughts about these things. And I, I really want to save them for the show, because I really want to do them justice. And I really want to share my thoughts about what she wrote with all of you. So going in order, number one, uh, she mentions cringe, mentions cringing pretty hard when um, I evoked the the name Westboro Baptist Church on the show. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, this is something her and I have had discussion about before to one degree or another. I don't know that it was necessarily about Westboro Baptist Church, but it, it very possibly could have been. But there's this this is kind of something we've, we've, I don't know about butted heads, but we, I think, see very, very differently. And... The problem is that I've always had that this is kind of something that believers, even the ones who are doing it in a very correct way, which I don't mean to sound patronizing. Like I said, I I do think there's a right way and a wrong way to, to do religion. And the right way is where you practice your religion without feeling the need to impose those beliefs on others or to, to make those beliefs tangibly affect other people's lives and the way that they live their, their day-to-day. And she is very much that way. But it has always bothered me when I will make comments about, you know, believers, Christians, people who are doing things that are hateful or harmful or that, that spread intolerance, um, it's kind of a go-to for a lot of believers, like my friend who, who wrote this letter, who will say, well, but they're not real Christians. They're not actual Christians. They're not true believers of Christ, so they don't count. Yeah, no, that's kind of where I have to disagree. Uh, they do count, you know, because a Christian is someone who says they're a Christian. You know, like we all have the ability to self-identify as either a Christian or an atheist or a Buddhist or a Hindu or, you know, I I, I kind of rattle off the pantheon pretty frequently and I always rattle off a lot of the, the bigger mainstream ones. But that's, that's, I mean, you know, sorry, but that's how it works. When an atheist does something and people talk about atheists in general... I always cringe at that too, you know, because I always get defensive and say, hey, you know, hashtag not all atheists, right? Just because an atheist does something, it's not necessarily representative of atheists as as a collective. You know, the only thing that all atheists have in common is that we don't believe in a God. But on the other hand, Christians, you know, they do all identify as believing in the same God. They do all, even though there's a million different denominations, there's a lot of connective tissue that unites all of Christianity, you know, and even though I can respect and I really appreciate that there are a lot of Christians who kind of see the more messed up parts of the Bible and scripture and kind of realize that those things have no place uh, in modern society or, or any society, really, you know, in terms of, you know, slavery and misogyny and homophobia, you know, yes, there are a lot of really great practicing Christians who kind of realize how outdated a lot of those mind, mindsets are. But those thoughts are in your Bible too, good Christians, okay? They're there. So when you've got the Westboro Baptist Church or any of these other extremist individuals or groups who take these really hateful and extremist views and they, they, they interpret them to the absolute strictest degree and they use those beliefs to sort of inflict their hateful views on others, you know, like, sorry but not sorry. They are Christians. They are representing things that are in the Bible. Very messed up things, but things that are there just the same. 
And that's, you know, those are the kind of issues that I do have with, with Christianity and religion as a whole. Almost all religions that worship some kind of supernatural deity have elements that, you know, kind of create some pretty messed up viewpoints when you put them into practice here in, in the practical world. So, yeah, like I, I, get, I get cringing when I, when I bring them up, but, you know, they're part of your club. You know, they, they're Christians, you're a Christian, you're doing it right and they're not, but you're, you're both still in that club and, you know, and I can respect that you are doing it much better than they are, but they don't, they don't, you don't get a pass on them, you know, like they're, they're reading the same book you're reading, and I almost just said her name, but, you know, you get my point. They're reading the same book you are and they're interpreting it differently, but that's the, that's the problem I have with a lot of religious texts is that they can be interpreted in a lot of ways that can be used to inflict terrible, terrible harm on, on people. So I, I don't, while I understand where you're coming from, I don't give them a pass. It's not fair to me to just say, well, they're, well, if, if they're doing something that is harmful, then they're not real Christians. No, it's just that you're both real Christians, and some people do it in a way that really sucks, and those are the people who I have a problem with. So uh, moving on to number two, she wrote, I wonder if anything would have been different if you, meaning me, Noah, uh, hey, how's it going? It's me, Noah, the host of this show, would have been brought up Protestant instead of Catholic. Uh, I mean, who knows? You know, the butterfly effect is a mysterious thing. I'm going to go ahead and say probably not, you know, because, yeah, Catholicism definitely has a, a bit more cuckoo bird stuff than some of the other, you know, denominations of Christianity, particularly the more forward-thinking, um, you know, modern-day ones, a lot of the non-denominational ones. You know, all of them really, I think, just kind of get to parry cherry pick which parts they which parts they like and don't like which is kind of a whole separate problem i have with all the denominations but yes catholicism is among the kookier ones uh, probably the kookiest well no it's probably the latter-day saints and you know um who am i thinking of so you've got the, you've got the mormons that's the latter-day saints you've got jehovah's witnesses they're pretty out there in a lot of ways too but yeah catholicism among the really prevalent mainstream denominations yeah there's some weird stuff I don't think it would have ultimately been any different for me, even if the story might have been a little different, or maybe my development might have been delayed by, you know, a few years or whatever. Just, you know, talking snakes and Noah and the Ark and walking on water, the parting of the Red Sea, like, you know, all of that stuff, it's just nonsense. And whether you're talking about it from the perspective of a Catholic or a Baptist or a Presbyterian, you know, superstition and supernatural beliefs that cannot be backed up by science or evidence are things that I reject. And I, I'd like to believe that I would have come to that conclusion no matter what denomination I had been raised with. But I guess we'll never know. You know, my story happened the way it happened. And if you want to hear it, hey, go back and listen to episode two. So moving on. Her last point, you are doing a pretty good job at not bashing believers, although there have been quite a few little jabs. Um, yeah, you know what? That's fair. And I have always said, you know, this is not meant to be a Christian bashing show, but like, let's be real. I am an atheist, you know, like clearly I do take issue with, with a lot of the aspects of organized religion. And I never promised that I wasn't going to have criticisms. You know, I never promised that I wasn't going to have bad or unflattering things to say about Christianity or any other mainstream re religions. You know, here in this country, a lot of the issues I have with the problems of religion do tend to center around Christianity, and I admit that, and I, I'm at peace with it. Yeah, but like, it's not, when I say this is not a Christian bashing show, I still stand by that. This is not a show where I just want to constantly be picking on people or belittling them or making them feel dumb just because they believe things that I don't personally believe. But, you know, a lot of those beliefs are beliefs that I, that I do think are fantastic to a degree that, you know, does kind of warrant some criticism. And yes, a lot of the times my criticisms are kind of wrapped up in a veil of irreverence and humor. That's just my personality, you know? So I did want to, I appreciated her bringing that up because it's a fair criticism. And while generally I, I intend for this not to be a Christian bashing show, this is not ever going to be intended to be that way. Like calling a spade a spade. I do not take Christian beliefs seriously. I, be, I believe that they're all man-made. I believe that they were created in the desert 2,000 years ago and perpetuated over, you know, the millennia, you know, by, I mean, we can get into the, the, the distribution of Christianity across the, the globe and across the sea some other time. But, you know, yeah, I, I don't take any of it seriously. I try as best I can to be sensitive to the fact that Christians do take their faith seriously. 
But yeah, there's going to be times where I, where I poke fun. That's just kind of how I am. That's my personality. You know, like I, that's kind of how I treat most things. So I appreciate you pointing that out. I appreciate you pointing out that you're not offended, but also kind of trying to hold up a mirror to me because I do want to be held accountable. You know, when I do say things that might be a little uh, insensitive, I'm not afraid to take responsibility for that. I am who I am and my thoughts are what they are. And I do my absolute best to be respectful about expressing them. But, you know, fair point. There are going to be times where I say things where, you know, maybe I could have been a little nicer, but I'm not perfect, you know. Uh, and if you, and if you're a believer, then you definitely know that's true. You know, human beings are flawed and, and all that. Um, I just think frankly that doing this kind of show is, you know, it's a lot of fun, but I try not to censor myself. I try to keep the language clean so that people of all ages can listen to it. But when I have thoughts, you know, sometimes those thoughts are going to err on the side of, of the, of the irreverent and of possibly, you know, I can't help who's going to get offended by the things I say. No one can. Uh, offense is always caused in the eye of the beholder. So I'll do the best I can, but I, I got, Hey, I gotta be me. So thanks again for, for writing in. I keep almost saying her name. She probably wouldn't care, but I just, I just always, I just always want to be on the safe side. So we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor. And then we are going to talk to Antigone Azrael from the satanic temple of Minnesota. We will be right back. When you feel threatened by science, it's all bad. And you can't bring a future back. Mysticism and pseudoscience, we off that. Placebo effects and magic are off track. Religion and superstition, we off that. You can't bring the future back. Tell them fools, get off me. Frog, we off that. Quacks, we off that. Homeopathy, hell yeah, we off that. Is you still on that? You should read that science and trigger treatment, they're not bad. Same black versus white, east versus west. Hey, just wanted to take a minute to give you an update on Mixed Fabric, official sponsor of There Is No Godcast. They've started putting some shirt samples up on their uh, Facebook page, and they're gearing up towards announcing the Kickstarter. So go find them on Facebook, give them some feedback on which shirts you like. And I wanted to just reiterate that every shirt they produce is high quality and has been ethically sourced, so you'll feel good wearing and feel good buying them. And just remember, 10% of all sales will go towards nonprofit organizations that we care about, like the Freedom From Religion Foundation, the ACLU, and so on. Uh, thanks for checking them out. Back to the show. All right, welcome back. Uh, joining us now on the show, I've, I'm sure that I'm teasing this in the opening segment that I will record after recording this segment, um, but we've got from the, uh, the Minnesota Satanic Temple, we've got Antigone Azrael. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, Noah. Thank you. Oh, I'm so glad that you were able to come on the show. Thanks for coming on. You know, probably don't know a lot of open Satanists, and so I'm really happy to come on and talk about Satanism, my my uh, journey to Satanism, yeah. from Catholicism to atheism to Satanism. It's been a wild ride. So you so you're basically like my satanic guinea pig. Yes, yes. Because you're right. But I don't just know remember, many, I don't I don't know many open Satanists. <laughs> You know, there aren't a lot of us, actually. Um, and I want to be perfectly honest. We don't eat guinea pigs. We don't eat babies. We're not doing animal sacrifices. None right, of that. Right, right. It's just not practical. I mean, Kroger's got excellent prices on, on meat, so like, why not just go to Kroger? <laughs> it's the better way to shop. Um, no, so let me, give the, let me give the listeners a little bit of background. Um, Tiggy, as you are affectionately known in your community, um, we are friends, online friends. Um, Tiggy is actually a listener of my other show, The Chicken Hut, where we, um, my buddy Nick and I talk about a very popular series of um, fantasy comedy novels called um, Critical Failures. And you're a fan of those books. I'm a fan of those books. Um, so you listen to my other show. You're one of like the seven people who listens to my other show, right? Well, there's got to be at least a dozen of us. But yes, I, am, I consider myself a hardcore fan. You are. You are definitely hard. Because you, you've been around since the beginning of The Hut, um, and you've always been one of our most supportive listeners. So I, first of all, thank you for that. I really appreciate the support. You're very welcome. I think it's a great show. I like the content. I love the tangents. Um, by the way, I'd like to point out here, I am wearing a Caverns and Creatures sweatshirt, so don't forget to buy the merch. 
Yeah, gotta buy the merch. Nick, Nick, if, if Nick ever listens to this, I don't think he's actually listened to an episode of There Is No Godcast yet, but if he does listen to it, <laughs> he'll be grinning from ear to ear right now. And I will tell you, Molly, my beautiful wife, was actually just wearing my Caverns and Creatures hoodie earlier today. They actually are really, like, legit, very comfortable hoodies, like, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So, just saying, buy the merch. Yeah, buy the merch. Robert Bevan. We gotta we gotta plug Robert Bevan. He's the author of Critical Failures. Um, and I, you know, I, I'm some like the lines are blurring. Like I'm not sure which show I'm on right now, but I'm trying to remind myself. We're here to talk about you. Uh, thank you, thank you for the kind words. Uh, thank you for your support of of the Chicken Hut. But let's talk about you. Um, so you are a member of the Satanic Temple. And for our listeners who who might not know, I, I think that I am probably nay. Uh, definitely more informed on what Satanism is than your average um, bear, but I will be asking you some questions just, I guess, from a position of of feigned ignorance, because I don't understand it fully, for sure, either, Um, but I want to kind of set up some of these softball questions for you to be able to explain to somebody, like, just assuming they know absolutely nothing about it, right? Because I think that there are a lot of misconceptions about um, what Satanism is and what it actually is intended to do. Um, so why don't you just give us, like, if someone were to say, I've never heard of Satanism, or, or you know, I, I assume you guys just worship the devil, like, what would you say to somebody who asked you that? Okay, well, I want to back up just a moment and let you know that, it. yes, I am a member of the Satanic Temple National Organization. I'm also a member of the Satanic Temple Minnesota. However, I am purely speaking for myself, not on, not as a, a, a not on behalf of or as a spokesperson for either TST Minnesota or TST National Chapter. And I should also say TST is what we call the Satanic Temple instead of that lengthy title. Right. If you're not, if you're into the whole brevity thing. Um, so you heard it, you heard it, everybody. This is not like an officially endorsed uh, representative interview. This is just me and a friend of mine talking about a topic that she happens to be involved with, but it is not, uh, she's not appearing in any kind of official capacity. So everyone is, has been duly warned um, that she is representing her own thoughts and opinions and, and nothing more than that. But we certainly thank you for coming on the show just the same, and you have a wealth of information to share with our listeners. Um, so again, basically just let us know, what, what would, how would you describe Satanism in a nutshell? Satanism, or the Satanic Temple version of Satanism, is a non-theistic, organi- a non-theor- non-theistic religion. So a lot of people go, well, wait a second, atheism, religion, aren't those two contradictory? And I can understand that concern. But atheism tells you what we don't believe in, and then Satanism is what we do believe in. So everyone, I believe, that listens to There Is No Godcast knows what atheism is. We don't believe in God. We don't believe in a supernatural most atheists, I would say, is if you could give definitive proof, like definitive scientific proof that there was some sort of divine being, a god, that they would probably be willing to change. But at this right. point, <laughs> at this point, uh, we're not getting any definitive proof. So we don't believe in God. We don't believe in supernatural. But what we do believe in is the the idea of Satanists or Satan as a rebel. Satan is the first rebel. He's the first to demand equal rights. He questions authorities. He questions sacred laws. Um, he pushes for knowledge. When you take the Abrahamic faiths uh, version of Genesis, where what is believed to be Satan, the serpent, which there's a lot of questions if that's truly Satan or not, but he comes in, encourages Eve to eat the apple, and right. so she eats the apple, then they're given the, all the knowledge, and they're cast out of Eden. Well, but he's the one that's saying, wait a second, God, who's supposed to be all-loving, put this tree here and said, don't eat it. Why doesn't he want you to eat it? So, rebelling against that arbitrary authority. And really, if God is a loving God, what parent puts something that tempting right there and tells your children, don't touch it? You know they're going to touch it. You're a parent. Uh, You understand. (laughs) Yeah, totally. (laughs) So, yes. So God, um, so Satan encourages rebellion, 
questioning authority, authority, questioning why, asking those questions of why. Sure. So and let me kind of re- let me kind of reflect back to you just to make sure I'm understanding it correctly. Um, basically, people who are members of the Satanic Temple do not necessarily believe in Satan as an actual supernatural deity, rather just what he represents um, biblically, the idea of seeking knowledge and uh, refusing to blindly be obedient to to authority, you know, whether it's divine or otherwise, and asking questions and seeking knowledge. Is that a fair characterization? Right on. Yep, that's exactly right. I try to be an attentive listener. <laughs> well, you're doing great. <laughs> oh, thank and you. Another you're doing thing great too. To, well, and another thing that I like to think about, or, or that I like to pose towards people when they ask, well, why Satan? And I ask them, if history is written by the victors, and we all know there's far more Christians than there are Satanists in this world, or, or those that at least acknowledge being a Satanist, then wouldn't it be from the, the, the side of God being the correct one? But what if we turn that around and flip that around? And we've got Satan, and Satan is saying, wait a second, God, you said you loved humans just as much as you love the angels. Why are you not letting them have all the glory that the angels have? So then there comes the war in heaven. Well, and he lost. Therefore, we have, uh, we have uh, Satan as the bad guy and God as the good guy. Right. Satan's like the OG Razor Ramon. I, I don't know if you ever watched pro wrestling, but I know, again, if we can ever get Nick to listen to this show, he'll be really excited to hear a Razor Ramon reference on There Is No Godcast. Um, but I oh, love it. Oh, so, oh, no, dear. Dear. Oh, you're wait. you're totally there for the bad guy? The Scott Hall action? Hold, hold, hold on. Let's talk okay. wrestling for a moment. All okay, right. let's, so let's not actually... go too far up. This is not the chicken hut, so we can't go too far down this rabbit hole. No, this actually totally brings me to to my... This actually brings into my story. Okay, well, let's hear so, it. So, I was raised Catholic. Right. My dad was uh, my dad was a um, usher, but he was an usher on Saturday nights. So, Saturday nights, we went to church, and then we would go get pizza, and we would have pizza Saturday night, and then Sunday morning was cold pizza, leftover pizza, and pro wrestling. Okay, so you've got like a you've got like a sandwich. You've got church, then pizza, then pizza, then wrestling. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but this is way old school. This is the AWA with Mean Gene Okerlund, oh, Hulk man. Hogan, Jesse the Body, the Iron Sheik. Yeah. <laughs> right. Old yeah. Not school. even not even Jesse the Mind. We're like saying straight up Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes. Oh yes. So so that's kind of my that's my my background super sure. religious super catholic my whole family's catholic and i started asking like this tree of knowledge why would a benevolent father-like figure put something like that that tempting right in the middle and said okay you're going to be around this this is your center of your world but guess what don't touch it that's pretty mean right yeah. And and then I started asking questions like, well, wait a second. If God is all loving and all forgiving and Jesus died for our sins, so no one has to go to heaven or I'm sorry, no one has to go to hell, so everyone goes to heaven. But wait a second, what about people like Hitler? Well, and then there's no real answer for that that I was given at least in elementary school. And so then you were, I got you to were asking questions about whether or not Hitler went to hell in elementary school. <laughs> Maybe junior high, but yeah, probably elementary Man, school. Oh, that's still, that's that's pretty gangster. I mean, I was like in elementary school, I was concerned about like which pogs I still needed for like my pog collection and and things like that. So I give you credit for being a deeper thinker than I was at that age. I'm not talking kindergarten here. I'm talking more like sixth grade, fifth, sixth all right, grade. All right. You know. All right, that's fair. That's fair. So you started questioning at a relatively young age. Yeah, and also then I got to thinking about, um, uh, okay, my mind just totally, oh, polytheism. That's what I was, where I was going. So you know how you start learning about Greeks and Romans and maybe junior high, for sure in high school, but you're given a little taste of it. Sure, your and Zeus's and your Apollo's and things like that. 
Yeah, yeah. So I got to thinking and asking, well, wait a second, how come we think they're stupid for believing that the lightning is Zeus? And they've got all these different gods for all these different things, where we've gotten rid of all those, made them into one. What makes us so much better than them with us being monotheistic and them being polytheistic? It just, I don't know. It's right, right. Like, what, like, like, why is one belief set totally banana pancakes, Looney Tunes, off, you, you know, like, cartoony crazy but then this other equally silly equally absurd premise you know like of the holy trinity and and the resurrection and the the virgin birth and all that but like we're supposed to treat that with total solemnity like it's totally earnest and like 100 percent dead serious that this that these things all actually happened but zeus is the crazy idea right right so you know and this is something that i got to thinking you know a little bit more later in life going to college you know, taking Greek mythology and stuff. And I really got to thinking that I believe that if the last vestige of the unknown, which to me is post-death, if that was known, I don't think there would be a reason for God. Right, right. Well, that's, yeah, that's absolutely true. That's really the biggest thing that religion does is prepare people for death and, and I guess create acceptance for the inevitability of death and, you know, reduce fears and uh, sadness when they lose loved ones and things like that. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely, definitely. And so there's, there's kind of some joking in some atheistic groups that basically Christianity is just a death cult because that's what they're doing is preparing you for death. Right. Yeah, pretty much. And that's it, your it, reward it, is not here, but in heaven. Right. And you have to follow all these rules or you're not going to get your cookie after dinner. But the rules don't make a lot of sense and there's a lot of contradictions. You're absolutely – I mean, well, to your point, the, the Garden of Eden, like that's that's the original paradox, right? Like it's obedience for obedience's sake because you ask the question, right? Like why would God put this tree there? And that's the whole point of the lesson, even in, within the context of the Bible. The point is don't want, don't worry about why the rule is. Just follow the rule. Like that's that's literally the moral of the story of the Garden of Eden is follow the rule because I said so. Not because there's a good reason, but because I said so. And that bothers me at any level. Me too. Hence, Satanism. <laughs> there you go. So this was all in college that you really kind of jumped off the deep end uh, th theologically? Yeah, I was probably high school, but college is when I really started putting all of it together. Although, I have a, a grown daughter, and I raised her Catholic, and my theory was that if you don't have any religious upbringing, it's tough to make a decision. Now, I know that there are other people that, that believe differently, that no religious upbringing gives you a better option to then choose if you if a person, if a child chooses. Um, you know what? It was easier. My sure. then husband wanted, he's like, well, if you're not going to raise her Catholic, we're raising her Lutheran. And I'm like, oh, hell no. And so, yeah. So I, I went through actually all the sacraments, um, and yeah, uh, but except for, I'm sorry, I did not become a nun. That's the only one I didn't do. <laughs> I was sure. in a well, really yeah, bad car yeah. accident, so I've even had last rites. Yikes, no kidding. Wow, so you really, have, yeah. it's like bingo. It's like sacrament bingo. Like if, <laughs> if you just be, become a nun at some point, you get you win like a Volkswagen Beetle or something. I don't know. But um, that's I really know. interesting though because I think, and we've I've discussed this on the show before, but like that's really interesting to think about because you're kind of basically saying that on the one hand, internally and intellectually, you've kind of come to peace with not really believing in any of this stuff, but you kind of kept going through the motions anyway, like to the degree that you even, you know, reared your children in a Catholic way because it's just frankly how a lot of people do things because it's kind of what they know right and it's just going with the grain mm -hmm. and not causing waves that's i think a lot of people can relate to that yeah and it's sometimes we have all been in those situations it's just easier to follow the rules than right. to be a to be a rebel yeah, it's it's hard being it's hard being a member of the minority, you know, and and you know, and, and Doug and I talked about this on the last show. There are these, you know, there are these hidden diversities and these silent diversities, and atheism is one that we even have control over whether or not to allow people to know about us. 
Um, and even then, it's it's tough when you actually say to someone, "Yeah, I'm an atheist." They just look at you a little differently, a little little bit less than, and it's not a it's not a comfortable feeling. <laughs> no, it really isn't. And so a lot of times, I'll just say, "I don't go to a a church," but right. <sighs> You know, and I don't, and I don't want to date you me. here, but like I assume that when you're talking about having made this decision with your daughter, that this is not like within the last two or three years. I'm sure this was some some period longer ago than that. My daughter turns 25 this upcoming year. So there you go. Like I said, I, <laughs> I wasn't going to try and be too explicit about dating you, but I mean, so when we're talking about 24, 25 years ago, I mean, atheism is still really um, kind of, it's, 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 like a, it's like a conversational fart, right? When you start talking about atheism around people who are believers, it's just like they smell something icky and they kind of just want to leave the room. 25 years ago, that was probably even tenfold what it is now. And we've come a long way in the last 25 years and there's still so far to go. So, you know. Oh, so I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you one teeny, teeny, tiny little bit. Yeah, and so what I usually will tell people is just I don't go, you know, I, I just say I don't go to church. It's easier. Right. And then, you know, jokingly, me and my friends that know that I'm a Satanist will be like, yeah, I'm going to temple. Uh, yeah, that's a good way because to cover it. Just, yeah, yeah. And the Satanic Temple has only been around since 2013. So, really? That recently? You know, it's pretty new. Like in an official yeah. sense. Well, so there is the Church of Satan, which was started by Anton LaVey back in the 60s, um, and that's totally different. Now, they are they are pretty much a, a non-theistic also, but um, they're, they're more of a Ayn Rand, right, might right makes right, uh, very libertarian. They are sure. the only true Satanists, and the virtues the of selfishness is, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's and you know what? I don't hold anything against them for that. That is their belief, and I'm really one of those "you do you, I do me" kind right. of people. Now let me ask you a question, but, and I and I would want to kind of re-clarify to everyone listening that she is not speaking on behalf of anyone other than herself. But my my question is, do you think that that is kind of a big reason uh, for the cause of a lot of confusion in terms of Satanism? The fact that you've got the Satanic Temple over here, you've got what is it, the the Church of Satan over here, um, mm-hmm. and then even farther off the deep end, I'm sure there are actual occultists, you know, who actually do believe in Satan as an actual supernatural deity. And like, how do you, like, how do you guys kind of combat the misconceptions between those three concepts? Well, we consider those that believe in an actual Satan, theistic Satanists, like, like, a you know, you've got Christians, they're theists. So they're theistic Satanists. And then there's the Church of Satan. And then it's kind of like the Catholic Church. And then the post-Reformation. Well, sure. the Satanic Temple is kind of post-Reformation. Okay. So, so you guys are like the also, you guys are like the Protestants of, of devil worship. <laughs> kind of. Hey, hey, hey! Not devil worship. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah, I should probably be really explicit when I'm making a joke like that. <laughs> no, it's we are totally okay with people making jokes like that as long as the understanding is there that we don't worship Satan. We're not devil worshippers. We don't eat babies. We don't do sacrifices. And right. if people want stuff. to learn more, and if people want to learn more, there is so much information. TheSatanicTemple.com has great information. Give, give that to us one more time. TheSatanicTemple.com. Okay, so like the, like T-H-E, SatanicTemple.com? Yep. Correct. Okay, and that's great. And I actually, I've been looking, um, before we got on the air, I was kind of doing my, my you know, haphazard um, research, I guess you could say, which is basically just me browsing the internet for 15 minutes before we got on the phone with each other. Um, but I'm looking at the Satanic Temple Minnesota Facebook's page. Um, and again, I was mm-hmm. I have a, a pretty good understanding of how these things work compared to the average person, but I'm looking at it, and I kind of want to point out or certainly give you the opportunity to point out some of what the Satanic Temple actually does, like what, what kind of activities you guys engage in. I'm looking at the recommendations and reviews section, and I'm reading the excerpts. Um, great community and social work, definitely a positive force in the Twin Cities. Activism-centric group of free-thinking individuals that provide great 
um, conversation and food for thought, you know, like really positive, uplifting stuff. Well, we have already done a menstruating with Satan campaign in Minnesota where we collected menstruation products and gave them to a women's shelter. We are working on another one that's going to be coming up soon that I don't want to necessarily um, let the cat out of the bag, but we have another campaign that's coming up. Uh, some of the other chapters, they have done a highway to hell cleanup. There's been a beach cleanup. They've done um, socks for Satan, which was, uh, they collected socks for homeless people. There have been, oh, let's see, what else have there, there's been a lot. There's There's always a lot of community service. And that's one thing that also separates the Satanic Temple groups versus the Levan Satanists or Church of Satanists which is we believe in, in growing our community. And unlike a death cult, we don't believe that our, this is our only world. So we don't believe that our, our, our reward comes after we're dead. We believe that this is it. This is the only life we're given. This is the only time we're given. And we need to leave the world a better place than what we found it. So we do a lot of community organizations. I would say amen, but that would be a little too on the nose even for me. But let me tell you, I, I just think that's wonderful, um, Tiggy. I think that that's, that's it's, you know, it's the Lord's work you guys are doing uh, out there at the Satanic <laughs> Temple in Minnesota. Um, I love all the names. I love all of the kind of campy, you know, like, it's kind of like, you know what, we're the, we're, let's just embrace it. Let's come up with these fun ways to kind of make it, you know, I guess more... Um, I don't know, digestible. I love all that. When you were talking about the men straighten for Satan, I honestly, I was holding my breath a little bit and I was like, oh, boy, where, where is this going? Um, but that's wonderful. That's wonderful. I mean, th- you guys are actually doing real tangible good in the world, right? Because this is the only world we get to live in, right? Correct. That's absolutely correct. I love it. Um, yeah, we really, we have a, like I said, we're just looking, we look big picture. We want to leave this world we know that our end reward is here on earth, not after we die. Our children, what are, what are our children going to inherit? So we want to make the, the world a better place. Um, another thing is that there's a movie that was recently premiered at the Sundance Film Festival called Hail Satan with a question mark at the end. And it's a documentary about the Satanic Temple and how it grew out of minimal uh, group of people, you know, with putting their minds together and how it has grown into, oh, I think we have like 12 chapters now across the world. And they're going to be doing this. This has been picked up by a major distribution company. And so this movie should be going around across the U.S. So if you get a chance to see Hail Satan, I have not seen it, but everything that I have read has been great reviews and really gives um, a human viewpoint of Satanism and shows you that we're really humans. We're the people, we could be your Girl Scout leader. We could be your um, your neighbor next door. We could be anyone. Right, right. I think that's fantastic. I mean, I guess in a way I would say that it's not necessary because let's be real, you just came on There Is No Godcast. So we've already got like a mass media opportunity here to get the word out about Satanism. Um, No, but I mean, jokes aside, that's fantastic. I hadn't even heard about that. Um, I'm certainly, as soon as we get off the air, I'm going to be Googling the hell out of it and checking that out. You said it's been picked up by a major distributor? Yes, by Magnolia. Oh, awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, and hopefully it'll be, you know, like uh, available uh, digital on demand reasonably soon because that's kind of how I, I mean, let's be real, I don't ever get to go to the actual cinema anymore, but I'm going to watch that the first chance I get. Yeah, um, I think I'm guessing that there will be some uh, satanic groups that will be holding, holding, hosting rather, hosting movie nights. There is. I know that you are involved in Indiana and there is a satanic temple in Indiana. So they may even have a, a a movie hosting coming up if they get a chance to to have the movie. Awesome. And I, I actually knew that too in my 10, 15 minutes of Googling before we got on the air. So I was aware of that. I was aware of that. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, they could be, Satanists could be anyone. Chances are there's someone that's probably doing something kind of a, a, a nice gesture. Yeah. 
You know, I hope that anyone who's listening to this show, particularly the listeners among my, my audience, is listening to this. And uh, I would love it if they're just thinking, man, she actually sounds like a pretty nice lady. <laughs> like, yeah, derp. That's the point. <laughs> well, we joke because, okay, so a little bit about TST Minnesota. There's kind of four of us that are really are, are kind of the core group. And so we all have names. We've got an Ash. We've got uh, Asmodeus that we call Mo. I'm Antigone, go by Tiggy. We have a Lamia, who's Mia. And um, we joke that when people come into our meetings, no, you're not at the PTA. You really are at the Satanist group. Right. You could just as easily make that mistake. <laughs> you really could. <laughs> I am the least satanic looking Satanist you'll probably ever meet. Wow. Fantastic. Well, I, well, let me, let me ask you this. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on? Um, let's see. A couple of other things about TST and, um, Satanism is a true religion. TST is a true religion. We have seven tenets that we follow that, um, that are kind of, we like to say that they are, uh, good suggestions. And you know what? They can look those up online. They are, if you just search them, and it's T-E-N-E-T-S, not like a tenant that you rent to. Right. Um, not, but not, we are... Not someone, you're, yeah, not someone who like lives in your, the other side of your duplex. We're talking about tenants. <laughs> T-E-N-E-T-S. Right. Right. And so uh, people will say, well, if you don't believe in a god, you don't believe in the supernatural, how can you be a religion? But are, there are other religions, mainstream religions like Buddhism, that they don't believe in a god. So we are a religion. This is our religion. So please, uh, yeah, it's fun to joke and all that. But do understand that this is kind of serious for some people. Because if you were to, well, we all know how well it goes when you have a hardcore Christian who you say, oh, yeah, really? God? You mean your sky man? They right. don't really like that, so... Yeah, Space um, Wizard. I actually, I, and if you remember as far back as my YouTube videos, I actually got in a little bit of trouble for using the term Space Wizard. Um, there was a, an acquaintance of mine who was not terribly pleased that I described uh, their their all-father that way. So I, yeah. I, try to ref, I try to refrain from those uh, too much anymore, but they're fun. It's funny. Like, I don't believe in any of it. I don't have to show reverence for something that I, you know, I respect your, I, re, I respect your right to believe. That doesn't mean I respect the belief itself. It's a space wizard. Exactly. And we're looking and, and as a Satanist, I am not looking to overthrow Christianity. I, you do you, I do me, but also right. let's have a respect both ways. We're looking for equality and pluralism. Pluralism, First Amendment. We're not looking. We're just looking. The one thing that really bothers me is when Christians get all butt hurt because their Ten Commandments are being taken down by the Satanists. Well, well, no. You can have your Ten Commandments. We just want to put up our Baphomet statue too. We want plurality. We don't want to overthrow Christianity, where Christianity wants to become the one and only religion. So right. that's another big difference. Right. You guys just want a seat at the table, like like every religion ought to have access. Every If every religion doesn't have access to the table, then there shouldn't be a table, right? Bingo. You you hit it exactly. Nice. Um, so not to, I guess not to, to be confused up, with Not to be confused with sacrament bingo. I, do, I did not win the Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> I, that's, we're just, I want to be clear to my audience. We're just speaking metaphorically here. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? There's a lot of metaphorically. <laughs> yeah. Wrapping up, Tiggy, let me give you a final word. How, how do you want to take us out? You know what? I just want to say we're Satanists and we are very inclusive. We welcome all people. And I find that most of the people that are oftentimes the most, uh, those that are most discriminated against are the most open and the most, most welcoming to other people. So if you are wondering what Satanism is all about, look it up. There's a lot of Facebook groups out there. You can look on Facebook, Twitter, the Satanic Temple. And we, because we joke and because we're the fun Satan, you know, we're the fun Satanists. We like to say, Hail Satan, Ave Satanas. So um, 
Hail Satan, Noah. <laughs> Hail Satan, Tiggy. I'm not going to lie. I am probably going to have to name this episode Hail Satan. Because, I mean, let's be real. It's, it's going to get some clicks. It's going to get some clicks, if nothing. I'm all about it's clickbait totally. at this point. Look, I've been honest. Like, my first couple episodes, like, we have not, like, they've been kind of going downhill in terms of uh, listenership. So, I don't, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to name this episode Hail Satan, and we'll just see what happens. Um, hey, Tiggy. Oh. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll have you back on sometime. I would love to come back on. I'm so honored that you were willing to have me on your show, and perhaps we can meet up again and we can talk a little bit about CNC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, there you go. The definitive Antigone Azrael interview. You heard it here first on There Is No Godcast. We'll be right back. After this, same with homeopaths, psychic mediums, and other phonies and cracks. Whatever scientists can discover, you want that. When it's justice and life, and death, you want facts. When you feel threatened by science, it's all bad, and you can't bring the future back. Oh my gosh, that was so much fun! Holy crap, that was awesome. I just want to say thanks again to Antigone Azrael for taking the time to come on the show. I had a blast with that conversation. Uh, I'm recording this, the closing to the show a few days later, and I just listened back to some of it, and man, oh man, that was so much fun. And, you know, we, her and I had actually kind of a difficult time because when we got on the line with each other originally, we, it, like, it was so difficult, even when we were chatting just on, like, on Facebook Messenger before we got on the phone, and then when we got on the phone, we started chatting, we kept, like, I had to, like, it was almost like how I am with my co-host on my other show, Nick, like, I, I kept having to, like, realize as we started to chat that I was like, wait, 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 we need to, st- we need to stop. Like we were having so much fun just naturally conversing that I kept having to remind myself that like, we need to save this for the, sh- for the interview, for the show. You know, it's just so easy to, um, to chat with her. Cause she's just such a fun and lovely person. And, um, I, a thousand times I'll keep saying it. Thank you so much, Tiggy, for taking the time to come on the show and expressing your views, uh, which I want to remind our, our listeners for the millionth time, you know, are, are just her views. She was here representing her own opinions and her own take on Satanism. Um, I know that's something she was concerned about, and I'm, I'm sure there's nothing she said that I would tend to believe any of her cohorts uh, at the Satanic Temple would, would take any issue with. But at the same time, you know, when, when you're going on air and you don't know exactly what, she didn't know what I was going to ask her, like just to let you guys know. I don't ever tell people ahead of time the things I'm going to ask. Uh, you know, most of the questions I asked were relatively general, but, uh, yeah, she, she wanted to make sure everybody knew she was here speaking on her own behalf and, uh, you know, but we, we thank her so much for giving us her insights and her opinions. And I just had a ball talking with her on and off the air, uh, open invite, Tiggy. You're welcome to come back on the show anytime. So that is going to just about do it for us today. Uh, but as I teased earlier, I want to take a quick moment to toss it over to our good friend, Troy Moss, with Northern Indiana Atheist, the president of the board, uh, the first guest ever on this show. I was talking with Troy recently and said, hey, you know, how about, uh, you know, maybe give us a little update on what's going on with Northern Indiana Atheist, because obviously this, you know, they're the, they're my partners in doing this show, and I definitely want to give them a platform and a spotlight to make this kind of more of a local-centric uh, thing for them to have a, an opportunity to reach out to, you know, folks in Northern Indiana, uh, the membership of NIA, people who are prospective members of NIA. I just want to remind everybody, and I'm sure Troy will cover a lot of this in his uh, segment, but, you know, definitely go to the website, northernindianaatheist.com. If you have any kind of curiosity whatsoever, if you're having any kind of doubts or questioning your beliefs, uh, if you think you might be an atheist or ag- agnostic and you just, you know, want to know more and you're not really sure where to go, you know, just hop on the old Google machine and type in Northern Indiana Atheist. That'll it'll get you there. But it's northernindianaatheist.com. You can certainly find them on Facebook. Uh, I'm a member. I'm a huge supporter. I'm obviously a major advocate for for the organization because they're they're my partners in doing this show. And I just cannot tell you how much I support the work they do. So without further ado, let's toss it over to Troy Moss and see what NIA has been up to recently. Thanks, Noah. This is Troy Moss from Northern Indiana Atheists to talk about our February 2019 events. On February 6th, NIA visited St. Peter Lutheran Church in Mishawaka, Indiana. The church invited the community to come in and have conversations in an attempt to dispel prejudices and common misconceptions about atheists. 
we were warmly welcomed, and we all felt like it was a positive experience that benefited both us and the church members. Now some upcoming events. On Thursday, February 21st, NIA will host our very first Atheist Brew Talk in Goshen, Indiana at the Goshen Brewing Company. Members and allies are welcome to come enjoy delicious food and beverages with members of NIA. This is a family-friendly venue, so everyone is welcome. On Thursday, February 28th, NIA will host another of our Coffee and Conversation events at the Electric Brew in Elkhart, Indiana. Everyone is welcome to this one as well. We've had new people show up every time and the conversations are always interesting. And looking forward a bit into March, on Thursday, March 14th, aka 3.14, aka Pi Day, we have one of our biggest events of the year. The community is welcome to join Northern Indiana Atheists along with Humanist Forum and Michiana Skeptics at Essen House in Middlebury, Indiana to celebrate Pi Day. This is always a fun, informal get-together of like-minded groups that uh, join together to enjoy dinner, pie, and make a bunch of new friends. To learn more about Northern Indiana Atheists and to stay updated on future events, check out our website at northernindianaatheists.com. There you'll find links to our social media and information on how to become a member. NIA membership is open to atheists and our allies who share our vision for a government that represents all citizens equally our passion for serving our community, and our enjoyment of educating people on what it means to be an atheist in Northern Indiana. That's all I have for now, Noah. I think you're doing a great job with the podcast, and I can't wait for the next one. Thanks. So there you go. Good stuff. Uh, thanks again to Troy for putting that together. That was all That was all Troy. I want to give absolute credit where it's due. I had nothing to do with that. Um, that was all Troy. He 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 came up with everything. He he did the music. He recorded the segment. Um, and I actually even remember when I was talking to him about it. I first approached him and and kind of asked if he would be willing to put something together. Uh, I was thinking he would just send me like a Facebook message, you know, with a couple bullet points for me to just drone on about on the show. Because uh, as anybody who listens to this show is aware, I can take two or three sentences and, and, you know, talk about it for half an hour. And I was thinking I'd, you know, do a whole big thing about NIA and what's been going on. And uh, frankly, it was a huge uh, weight off my shoulders when he was just like, yeah, I recorded this whole thing. And here you go. It's got music. Uh, and at first I was even like, oh, I don't know, like, you know, I kind of, I've got the music kind of set up and I'm not sure if it'll, but then I listened to it. And I was like, oh my God, this, this is freaking amazing. I don't have to do anything. I can I can just literally copy and paste it into the show, uh, and it was wonderful. Thanks again so much to Troy for doing that. I'm hoping that he will be uh, gracious enough to continue to produce those segments because I really want to keep everybody listening to the show in the loop as to what NIA is is doing out in the community. They're doing great work out there, and we and we definitely want to keep everyone informed. So once again. Please, if you haven't already, check out Northern Indiana Atheists. Join, 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 join. Uh, please, you know, it's a great organization. And if you're listening to this show, then you must have at least some inclination towards an organization like that. They're doing good work out there. They're supporting the community um, in all kinds of ways. So if you haven't already, please check into it. It's really not terribly expensive, especially if you're a student. You can get in there for practically nothing. And don't be afraid. It's kind of like we talked about um, in my interview with Doug. You know, you want to be you want to be vocal. You want to be visible, right? You want to be a good representative of your belief set, even if that belief set is no belief set. You know, shine a positive light on being a non-believer. Join an organization that's doing a lot of good out there, and be proud of it. You know, order a T-shirt, wear it out in public, let let people see you out there being a good example of what an atheist or an agnostic should be. So I think that's all I've got for you guys today. Uh, come back next week, please, or next, I don't know, I every two weeks, whatever it is, come back next time. If you haven't already, please rate and review the show. That would really mean a lot to me. Uh, I've been really working hard to try and, you know, attract a wider audience or get the show out there, but I don't have thousands or even hundreds or even sometimes dozens of dollars to spend on you know traditional advertising i'm relying on you guys i i'm doing this show because i like it because i have fun because i believe in what i'm doing trying to get this message out there trying to you know find engaging guests you know with stories who you know where that might help people so 
please, if you have the time, rate and review the show. That's what's going to grow the audience of the show. It's what's going to bring more people to the show. I'd certainly appreciate the, the feedback, even if it's not all positive. You know, if you if you want to let me know some things, some constructive criticisms of what I could do to make the show better, please leave it in a in a rating and a review on on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. Uh, gosh, where else are we? Spotify, wherever it is we are. If there's a mechanism to do that, it would really help me out. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We are at uh, There Is No Godcast on Facebook. You can check us out on Twitter at No Godcast. Thanks again to our friend Tanner for that one. Um, or you can send a, send an email. There is no Godcast at gmail.com. Uh, you could also just send me a message directly. Hey, I'm around. You know, I'm I'm cool. I'm hip. I'm on the old uh, I'm on the old Facebook from time to time. So send me a message if you want to discuss anything that you want to hear talked about on the show, or if you want to come on the show, let me know. Also, definitely don't want to forget to give credit to our good friend Baba Brinkman uh, for his graciously allowing us to use his music and featuring it on the show. Baba Brinkman, so definitely check out his website. If you like the music you're hearing on the show, that's Baba Brinkman. You can find him online at his website, music.bababrinkman.com. That's B-A-B-A-B-R-I-N-K-M-A-N, music.bababrinkman.com. That's all we've got for today. We'll see you next time. Don't stop not believing. There we go. We did it. Ba 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 ba. I that was I thought that was really fun.